At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Almost lost your dog, huh? Yeah. Yeah? Not like because he got out of the yard. Like he got out of your yard? No, no, no. Like I almost lost him. Like, you know, he almost lost his life, that kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tell that story. Okay, I will. Go ahead. Oh, right now. Yeah. Well, we're live. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Should I tell you when we go live? Is that probably a good idea? No, I think I should always be prepared for you to hit the button. Well, You are notorious for just (laughs) launching into a live show, which I actually like. I do, too. I think it feels more conversational, right? That's life. You kind of jump in into the middle of conversations. But I do want to hear... about you know what happened with Cujo because I know you've told me a little bit but just kind of re- go over the story because this was crazy. Yeah, my dog had what the doctor referred to as trash can colitis. Okay, which basically just means he ate something funky in the backyard and it ripped his poor little intestines up. Aww. So he wasn't doing well and he almost like he could have died from it. That was the first thing the doctor said was, "Hey, you know your dog could not make it through this and." you're just like, okay, thanks for the prep. So without going into the gory details, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's nasty It's stuff. pretty nasty stuff, right? Because it's his insides are just getting torn up by whatever passed through him. Yeah, he um, he couldn't eat. Well, he chose not to eat for like right. 72 plus hours. He just wasn't himself, and he was having really horrible things happen on his intestines and it was just like, okay, he's either going to get better or worse. And so my weekend was spent nursing a dog back to health. And I missed my my uh, husband's cousin mm-hmm. got married. Yeah. And so the whole side, his whole side of the family was getting together for a wedding. And because it was super serious, I had to stay home. But what sounded really awful was letting them know like, hey, our dog's not feeling well. So we're just not, you know, Danae is not going to come to the wedding. You know, wow. you would think that. If you were going to compare the two, you would choose wedding over dog. But he didn't want to say how serious it was. <laughs> so I kind of put him there like, yeah, he has to be hand fed and and given water in small quantities. Wow. Yeah. He was really, really super sick, but he's totally fine now. Like he's back to normal. Well, that's cool. He's on like antibiotics just to be sure. Like he's totally okay. back to normal? He's like 99%. He's at 99%, which is awesome. So Yay. he made a good turnaround. Yay. Well, that's very cool. That's why I said I almost lost my dog. So we're using your computer for sound today because it can be plugged in while we use it. Mm-hmm. How, however, I'm just really realizing now it's not plugged in. So we probably need to get that plugged in. And then also I need to load up the theme song <laughs> <laughs> so that we can play that eventually I as well. I think your story today, Aaron, should be why we're so underprepared. Okay. Okay. So you may have seen the outtakes video uh, that we did. If you support us on Patreon, first of all, thank you. Uh, you get to see our behind-the-scenes video where we were prepping for the show, and Danae was, um, let's just say, distracted. I was distracted! Uh, Danae was distracted, and I was trying to get things ready for the show. Well, today it was my turn. Uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I decided to rearrange our entire studio. And when I say rearrange, I mean, like, move furniture. I took video! <laughs> Maybe we'll post that. But uh, but because of that, we sat down in front of the mics about five minutes before showtime. How's that for fun? Or less. Or less, huh? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't it was just a minute ago. Um, but yeah, so but the but look, the studio is different. <laughs> I wouldn't even say better. It's just different. But uh but yeah, we've got stuff on the other I side. That video. I should just go ahead and post that video. You can. I mean, if you want to and stuff. You're so, really nervous when you're at the mic by yourself, aren't you? I'm not nervous. What's wrong? Are you, are you like you're sweating profusely. What's going on? Well, I was just moving furniture. <laughs> That's why I'm sweating. I only know because I'm over on your side trying to get the. I don't even know where the theme. Oh, song I can is. find the theme song. You okay. tell a story. Right. I'll find the theme song while you tell a story. Okay. Because everybody loves story time with Danae anyway. Story time with Danae is awkward. <laughs> I always think of the most uncomfortable stories to share. 
So if you're listening, uh, thanks for tuning in live on Mixler. You can find our show. We go live uh, for about an hour every Tuesday at noon. And we also do a radio show. If you haven't looked at our kind of stuff, you can go to AaronAndDanae.com. We have several podcasts that we do, et cetera. And right now, you're listening to Shoe the Dough Live. This is based off of a podcast that Aaron and I used to do together. If you subscribe on iTunes, you can find us at uh, iTunes or Stitcher by searching for Shoe the Dough. You can listen to some of the older uh, podcasts from a couple years ago. In fact, my mom, she was trying to uh, like re-download some of our new episodes we've been doing here in the last few weeks. And for some reason, her phone wasn't working the same as it always did. So she just went back and listened to all of the old Shoe the Dough episodes. And it was really cool. One of my favorite episodes is with one of my friends named Ida, who is an atheist. And we just had an honest conversation, um, Aaron and Ida and I. And she had just finished listening to it. And I was giving her an update on like Ida's life and how things are going for her because I had a chance to go over to Ida's house and we should have hang Ida out back. again. I would should, love to have Ida start, back on the show. By the way, I, I did want to mention this. Uh, if you go back and listen to some of those old Shoe the Doughs, one of our favorite segments to do was called No Longer Safe. And it was basically an opportunity for us who are kind of inside this Christian bubble to break out of that, have a conversation with somebody who is outside of that bubble. It's and also meant to kind of reference that the radio show we do, we know that there can be, you know, younger kids listening and things like that. So, you know, talking to an atheist might be something that a parent would want to have know, some say on. Either have yeah. some say on or shield right. completely, just depending on kind of the conversation. So we call it no longer safe for those reasons. So we're going to pick up on those. We've got some already that we're planning on recording. Oh, can I get do to. like a plug for one? Sure, go ahead. Daniel Fritz, if you remember Johnny Q Public. Way back in the day. 1995 is when that album came out. He was in out. a Christian rock band called mm-hmm. Johnny Q Public. And I happened to meet him randomly, which I don't think those are random things. I think they're like divinely inspired yeah, meetings. I can't wait to talk to him. That's so we be a have him. We're working on trying to secure a place to, to interview him right now. Yeah. So that may be our first one back. But I think we should go back and revisit Ida and, you know, Brian, many, Brian and many of the others we talked to. Yeah. Uh, we had Janelle on and she talked about divorce, you mm-hmm. know, just topics that. You don't often just get to hear people having an honest conversation. In conversations about. where we're not trying to change the other person's mind, no. we're just trying to have a conversation. We're trying to like have a human connection with people. Yeah. So we're excited to get kind of back yeah. into that so stuff. So please listen to those. We actually have a website for those too. That's our shoethedo.com website. And there's an archive list of all of those episodes with like a brief description of what they are. So if you're looking specifically for the no longer safe, you can kind of get a heads up on what those are. So very cool. You ready to shoe a dough? We are ready to shoe the dough. Well, let's do it. It's New Music Digest today. How's that for fun? So, we New Music Digest. Should I explain what that is while the music is playing? Well, no. We'll, we'll oh. let it get... Yes. I mean, yes. Well, then we'll just listen to the music. Welcome to Ooh. a brand new episode of Shoe the Dough. I'm Aaron Denise here as well, otherwise known as Team DNA. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, New Music Digest and NMD. We get to do these every once in a while. One of the reasons we can't wait to go daily with this show, like every day at noon, is to be able to do the different segments like weekly. So mm-hmm. like every Tuesday, do a New Music Digest and every Monday, do a No Longer Safe. But and... explain to me again why New Music Digest is on Tuesdays. That's when New Music comes out. That's when New Music is released on Tuesday every week. Who decided that? Somebody back in the annals of time decided people... Must hear the newest tunes on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Maybe because it sounds like Tunes Day. I don't I know. I can still hear our music in the background, by the well, way. It's nice, isn't it? Just kind of... Look at that. And whenever oh, we need it, nice. we can just pump it's just it up. There. It's just it's right like there. A, it's like a comfort blanket. <laughs> <laughs> so we, um, if you do so go, go back and listen... I go to sleep at night. I play the Shoe the Dough theme. If you go back and... I hope not. <laughs> like immediately our audience just falls asleep when they hear the music. Mm-hmm. That would be terrible theme music. Yeah. Um, if you go back and listen to our first... New Music Digest, we really didn't know. We just wanted to experiment with like different things. Like, let's review music and mm-hmm. then have a conversation. And the whole like title of how it, we got to have the New Music Digest is It really there. has to do with digestion. Yeah. We were, we were talking about chewing it up, swallowing it, and then the whole process. Yeah. And then how that mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what But new... you'll have to go back to listen for the gory details. We just call it now hashtag NMD. That's right. That's right. By the way, uh, Brenton mentions, great, now he's got Body B in his head from Johnny Q Public. That's a Johnny You're Q welcome. Public song. Well, who are you talking about? 
Brenton, the BDG. The BDG. That's what I call him. I don't know his name. Yeah. Now I know your name, but I still want to call you the BDG if that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Well, maybe he can he can let you know in the chat. And we should mention that if you can listen live, if you're listening on podcast, but can listen live, it uh, there's a. Uh, chat that you can just comment on and or if you're streaming through our website if you click on the link there it'll take you over to the chat room on mixler yeah anyhow so uh we're gonna get into a new music digest today we're gonna listen to this is how it works three brand new albums over the last couple weeks they've all come out in the last two weeks i think and what we're gonna do is we'll listen to them and talk about them at the same time so we'll listen to the first song and kind of chat about how we feel about it and then when we're ready go to the second song it's a more natural way to experience a new album it's like putting on a new album with a friend and how you do it you kind of talk during and listen and kind of leaf through yeah and i don't usually like to know who we're listening to that's true danae likes to be surprised i do so we'll do that uh, and then what we do is we listen to a little bit of three songs from each of the three albums, and then we decide which album we want to hear a fourth song from. So it's kind of like voting on our favorite. Like, I can still hear our music in the background. That's fine. Does it bother yeah. you? There it is. Do you want it louder? Let me just. Wow. Yeah, that's where I want it, right there. I'm just giving, Super loud. I'm just giving you practice talking over music, because that's <laughs> this you. whole episode. It used to freak me out. <laughs> that's this whole episode. All right, I'll stop the music. Uh, so It's not that it bothers me. It's just that I'm like, what is that? Is that like something upstairs? Because also, you might not know this, but we're in the bunker. we are in what we call the bunker. I liked when you used to start our pod- the podcast saying, like, live. Live from the bunker of, a of Studio DNA. I think you used to say, live from the bunker of a tornado shelter in Aaron's basement. <laughs> in the, <laughs> deep in the heart of the Ozarks of Missouri. <laughs> We're, like, tucked, tucked, tucked away. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're, like, in the very center of the nation. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, we don't have to worry about floods. That's right. <laughs> We're safe. When it all goes down... We're going to be the signal getting through. That's, That's right. all I'm saying. We are safe. All right. So let's do this thing. We're going to we're going to take uh, take your comments obviously and votes on which uh, you like the best. I should also mention that most of the music that we pull from is from the CCM world, which that means contemporary Christian music. Um, you know, that's kind of our world in many ways. We come from radio stations that play a lot of that music, um, but not all of it. Sometimes new albums come out. In fact, I try every New Music Digest to have at least one album um, that doesn't necessarily come from a Christian background, if that makes sense, uh, so that we can kind of see what all is out there. So you ready to start with the first one? Ready. All right. This is always fun, especially live. All right. Here we go. First song, the first one. By the way, let us know if you can't hear the music or if it's too loud or too quiet. That can help us out, too. I'm definitely going to some kind of battle. Right? Like I'm being geared up for like a fight against, I don't know, something. See? Some really wow. interesting things going on there, right? Like the yeah. harmonies running into that chorus was really interesting. There it is again. I like it. This is like an anthem song, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, also want to march to the beat of a different drum. So <laughs> whatever recruitment is happening through this song, I am definitely peaked. My interest is peaked. I always think it's funny. Maybe maybe you've noticed this too, but it's that whole I want to be myself just like everybody else thing. So it's like an anthem where we're all coming together and singing about marching to our own beat, to the same beat. You know what I mean? Hey, listen. <laughs> we can all be hearing the same deep beat of life. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I like this. Yeah. This is fun. And I think I know, I think I know who it is. Do you? Yeah. Okay. You want to go to the second song? Yeah. All right. The BDG says my boys love this EP. Well, this is the full album just released, I think, this week. Yeah, I know how this is. Yeah, you know this song. Yeah. The BDG also mentioned in the chat that that previous song is, it's a different drum. It's not the world's drum, Yes, yes. 
we know. Good points. <laughs> Good points. So this is Blanca. Right. This is. I think this is her debut album, or because she was with um, Group One Crew. Yeah. Yeah. And so Great like in her, that. Yeah, and this is her first. Her solo album. We play at one of the stations uh, we're on in the morning. is called Boost 101.9 in St. Louis. And uh, so they're playing this song, and we've you know heard it there, obviously, while we're on there. Also, Blanca did a album release party mm-hmm. at the station. Yeah. And so that was kind of neat to see her. And then she was singing live. You know? I'll tell you, though, we're not afraid to be honest, even with like people we know uh, and we know. love. We've done it before. You did it with I like, did somebody last you're time. really close with. I did. and I. But I think that's okay. Listen. And I think if you're strong enough in what you're creating, you understand that not everybody hears it the same way. And yeah. So Well, and I have a proclivity to a certain type of music. Right. You know, I really like music that has multiple layers or if it's super simple that there's like a complexity to the lyrics mm-hmm. or something. So, but yeah, this is great. I love Blanca. Let's go to the next one. Since- All right. Song number three. Yeah. Obviously, she plays more with like pop sounds and yeah. That little beat machine. It's so this 80s. Is, this is 80s, right? So I 80s. was right there. I was like, this is 80s, it's which like I kind of Tif- like. Tiffany or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny to hear a lot of that stuff come back. It it is making a comeback. The part that's there it is oh my oh goodness, goodness it's so 80s i love it here's the thing i love it and to a point so let's see like does it push the envelope from 80s music into this new kind of stretch right this new era is it going to bring life back to that kind of music or is it a crutch do you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. you can get sort of into like this rhythm when you're writing music where you can just do the same things and it just gets really right, repetitious. Right, right, right. But she's playing around with the, her melodies a lot. Like even mm-hmm. just that last little run that you could kind of hear in the background over. Yeah. You know, it's she's moving her voice around. I, so. Honestly, I honestly don't like this one as much as I liked the first two. And I don't know if it's because it feels so der- like derivative is a strong word, but it feels so 80s. It's on the nose 80s. It's very. It does feel very on the nose. Um, it was so funny. Uh, my boys are teenagers now. Like three of my kids are teenagers now, which is crazy. Um, and, and you still have like black hair. <laughs> you don't even. Oh, I'm going gray. <laughs> it doesn't take long to see the gray on my sides. I don't know. You... Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I if wasn't the, looking. If the light catches it, I basically look like I have white hair. Like I'm, <laughs> it happens. Anyway, so you have three teens. Yeah, and the music they're listening to, like that they choose to kind of listen to separately from me, because I think every teenager does that, tries to find their own sure. sound separate from what their parents introduced them to. The beat of their own drum, Aaron. Yeah, exactly, Danae. Well put. Thank they you. should write a song about Thank that. Thank you. Um, the, the music that they're listening to is, it, it's almost like that uh, arena rock kind of stuff. Um that like Guns N' Roses maybe did or something like that that's coming back too. And I'm like, what is happening? Like this was 30 years ago. Well, the same thing happens in art and fashion with clothing. Right. You know, that stuff is just what happens. But when I was a kid. Like right now, I'm so excited because I have had this pair of shorts for probably like 10 years and it has really deep cargo pockets and then on top of the cargo pocket is a tiny little pocket (laughs) okay and it's just it's ridiculous but there has been a season of time where wearing it was just it would didn't make any sense right because the tiny pocket used to be for my tiny little flip flip open uh sprint phone Uh before the razor you know like and it would slide in that teeny tiny little pocket it's perfect yeah it's like a stopwatch like a a pocket watch pocket. nothing can fit in there anymore but my lip gloss (laughs) it's so small but a lip gloss pocket because my phone is now massive it goes in the cargo pocket And now everyone's having a problem with their phones not fitting in their pockets, but my pants are clearly smart. 
So it's like, oh, you're coming back, cargo short. You are coming back. I love cargo pockets. I think they're the best. They're absolutely necessary for these massive phones anymore. Let me just tell you, these teeny tiny little pockets, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it anymore. I never carry my wallet anywhere because I don't wear cargo pockets anymore. That was the only way I would carry my wallet with me because I hate having my wallet in the back pocket. Also, it means somebody else has to pay for lunch. Also, that's a a little added benefit. (laughs) It's legitimate. I promise. I just don't happen to have it with me. Okay. What's the next album? Um, Well, I guess don't tell tell me. Don't tell me. Right. Sorry. We'll just kind of go into it. I meant to more say, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what did you think of Blanca? Did you like it? Oh, yeah. I really did. Okay. I was really impressed with her. Good. Me too. All right. Also, she's fun. Her Instagram is fun. She, I didn't realize, had a baby recently. Oh, wow. And um, her husband is like, you can like look at their public accounts. Uh He doesn't have a private account. And you can tell like he's single dadding it up right now because she's traveling everywhere. Right. And so it's him and the little dude. And they like have all these fun pictures. And then it's like, you know, FaceTime with mommy and there's Blanca like on the screen or whatever. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of an interesting little glimpse into how hard it is as a musician to go and be a part of, you know, the world and visit people and promote your music. And like at home, when you have this like brand new baby, it's got to be really hard. Yeah, I bet. So just something to think about, like, you know, if you're going to pray for anybody, maybe send some love her way. For sure. That's got to be hard. Any parents that are doing that. I mean, it's I, true. I thought about playing a little of Joy Williams' new stuff mm-hmm. on New Music Digest today, but she doesn't have a new album out, but she's releasing kind of songs. She just released her new song, her second song from her upcoming album. In case you don't know who that is, like I didn't, she was the female part to Civil Wars, if you mm-hmm. kind of want a reference. Yep. And she had a, even a, a distinguished career before that in the CCM world, too. Yeah. And um, that was before my time. And she has an incredible voice, and I'm loving her new music. But, you know, her and Nate are parents, too. And, you know, they've, you know, to see her, you know, with her kids on stage while she's practicing yeah. for the tour and stuff. And... I saw a video where she was on stage, she was practicing, and she had like these massive headphones on her son to kind of like help protect his little ears. Right. It's like, that's true. Mm-hmm. Little ones traveling. But artists, they know how to do it. I, I, I need earplugs to protect my little ears. <laughs> Music is loud in concert. It is dangerously loud in concert. Sometimes I have no idea how sometimes some it's go. even more sometimes it's even more about hearing the instrumentation too, because when it's so loud I don't get to hear all the little pieces, yeah. but you put head like um earplugs in and it you can hear all the, the little pieces. So I kinda like doing that. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah, I just have more stories I could tell right now. Well go ahead. What do you got? Well, okay. When we were at a concert once <laughs> I used to work. This in, is the beauty of the live show. I used to work in promotions in the radio station, and so we had this promotion where the people who won got to have like front row seats to. I think it was like a winter jam or something like that. And after I saw where they were sitting, and after the concert started, just because my of the way that my brain works, I realized that one of the things I needed to have told them was not just to show up early and meet me by such and such banner, but also bring earplugs mm-hmm. because they were i didn't even think about it they were right in front of these massive <laughs> speakers they were all right there the and stack yeah no but it was like it was I don't, it was mind-blowing yeah it was so intense like when i stood in front of it i could feel the vibrations going through my body well like, that's the thing you feel your it was insides like, moving it you was f- a tissue massage <laughs> like my organs were getting massage work you don't need to go to a masseuse no. just go to the front row and stand in front of the speaker stack. it reminds me of those videos where they put like sand or paint or water on top of a speaker outlet or even flames sometimes mm-hmm. they'll do flames and then they'll turn the speakers on and play music and then like the elements will just sort of dance around because of this uh, the they're doing waves. levitation with sound waves now have you seen some of that stuff what it's, are you talking they're about? They're doing levitation with sound waves. They're using sound to levitate material. And it's Is that how hovercrafts cool are going to work? Like <laughs> Through just sound? Like... They're just one big subwoofer. <laughs> yeah. Let's call them sub, boom, boom, boom. subbercrafts. Something like that. Submarines. We'll call them sub... Oh, wait. There's already those. I have another story. I have a question. <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll get to the album. I promise. I just have a really important We're going to forget what Blanca sounded like. And no, Blanca, gonna... we will never forget you. Okay. Do you remember... David Copperfield. Do I remember him? Okay. I was his hugest fan. I saw him live in Ohio when he was on tour. How did he fly? (laughs) Guys, this has bothered me my whole life. I just realized when you said levitate, like Uh I work on levitation, I'm like, maybe that's how he did it. 
Like you don't, I, you don't really want to know. I, as a little girl, would watch him on television, and like I was certain. Oh yeah, we wore the I was, snot out of that tape. We I played that destined. tape over and like, over and I, over again. If he can do it, I can do it. So like, I mean, I used to dream of flying. I still dream of flying. Mm-hmm. And now I, I just don't understand how how he did it. Uh, well, he's. he's Are you going to tell me? Yeah, he's an angel. You know, That's you what I this. wondered. Yeah, he's he's actually from the angelic race. Okay, um, <laughs> let's get real for just a second. Uh huh. That was on my short list of how he did it. <laughs> I'm serious. What else was on this short list? Demons or angels were pretty. <laughs> I just remember like drawing a little picture of him trying to figure it out in my little head, you know, like, and I just drew little oh, wings. I'm like, okay, amazing. so he's <laughs> he's got buddies in the other on the other side, and they're like lifting him around. That was one. Of, oh my goodness, that was that's one of amazing. My um, I think I know how he did it, but it's not fun to know. Okay, so just go with demons and angels and just live in that world as much as you can. Ooh, Oh, the BDG says they use sound waves to put out fires too. Yeah, that's right. I've seen that too. So, yeah, anyway. the power of sound. Ready for the next song? Hey, thanks for letting us go off on several bunny rabbit hey. trails. That's uh, listen. New music we've got digest. The space to do that, yes, right? We do. All right. So here's album number two. Album song two. Number one. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Be peaceful. Speaking of massage therapy. Find your happy place. Now, just know I breathe love picking all types of albums for a new music digest. Out. You are loved. You belong. Do you remember when I picked the Prince album for New Music Digest? Yeah. That's an unreleased New Music Digest, by the way. We should get that <gasps> out sometime. We should. That was our test. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a movie or I'm about to watch a ballet. You're good. You're very good. Okay. Come with me. Oh. Wow. Do you know that voice? I do somewhere. Uh-huh. It's very grobany. V- very what? Grobany. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danae, it is Josh Groban. So. <laughs> hey! Yeah, he released uh, this week an album uh, called Stage, or Stages, I think, and it's all music from films and on stage oh. and different things like that. So I thought... It's a grobanized version. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about cover albums like this, where you know the music already, is I have to ask myself. <laughs> no, go ahead. Simply look around and I can't grobanize, man. You want me to try to grobanize? Do you know the lyrics? I don't know the lyrics very well. There's nothing to it. It's coming next. Oh, right. This is a little slow. That's okay, little so slow. here's here's what I was going to say. I'm starting to get like, like panicky. This here's is what, so slow. Here's what I want to know from you. Like, I love you, crooner man, but... Here's what I want to know from you. When you're dealing with cover albums like this, mm-hmm. what makes it valuable to have the Groban version of these songs? Like, what what makes a cover valuable to you? Okay, Good question. I feel like we're given an opportunity to listen to somebody who's passionate about music do something that they're passionate about. Okay. It might not be about us, the listener. You know, that's obviously like he's wanting to put his voice to something that he enjoys, and so he's putting his voice to it. I cannot imagine having a vibrato like that. You know, there's some... You've talked about that. You can sing. We're both singers. There are some singers who... Like they have, a, their vibrato is like, it's intensely there. You mm-hmm. know, they can't cut it back to just be a solid. Do note. you remember um, Kevin, well, can, Kevin from DC Talk? He had this incredible like quick vibrato. Like if yeah. you heard singers like that, where it's just like those I can't do. I can do a regular vibrato fairly naturally. Like that one that he just did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> very cowardly lion. What it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next song, and we'll, we'll continue that conversation. Maybe no, but I just, bit. I feel like I like that he's getting to do something fun, and I get to hear his voice in a different way. He's not crooning, you know, he's singing a different type of a song. One that I actually know the words to, <laughs> you know? Do you know this one? Not yet. The intros are going to bother me on this. I'm like, can we just get to the words? Are they all slow? I wonder. Could be. I mean, I just go in order, so okay, looks right. like maybe the first three are. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, Danae has fallen asleep. I'm kind, of in a, I'm kind of in an elevator right now. Like, yeah, I don't know that I, I would put this album on. Sal- sad, like, yeah. Like, I feel like I would want the originals, and that's what I'm talking about with cover albums. This like, is for a super fan. This is for a Groban for like super a, fan. Like, a, what are Groban fans called? Do they have a name? Grobites. Grobites. <laughs> this is for the heavy duty Grobites. <laughs> Grobites feels like what they should have named a child's vitamin. <laughs> hey, Stevie. Come eat your grow bites. It's time to even know. I don't even know what this song is. I really honestly don't care. Can we go on to the next one? I'm sorry if you like this song. No, it's from a chorus line. Oh, yeah. Okay, no. This is one of my favorite songs, Mm -hmm. but it's going to make me want to hear the original. You know what I mean? Tell me when you know it. Play along at home. God <laughs> today, today, wake up. So, do you do you know what that's from? <laughs> Whoa! Wow. Okay. Uh, so sometimes people get on stage at church to sing a song, <laughs> and all they really want to do is show off. This mm-hmm. is that song. <laughs> right? You know? It is. It is a show-off song. It really is. And if, if you continue into it, you'll kind of see some of the vocal acrobatics I feel it does, like but... I feel like what he ha- he has an ability to slow a song down to being the slowest possible version and then sing the longest possible notes with so the most possible vibrato. vibrato. <laughs> that's that's what I'm hearing. But the Grow Bites love it. Those Grow Bites love it. <laughs> I, I would not put this album on. It's just no. unless there's something fun in it. like Unless somebody was like wanting to move on to the next part of life like <laughs> your dog is you know it's time and you just want to have some good all right i need to stand up for this song though <laughs> because lay miz is incredible this is from lay miz it's bring him home and this is an incredible piece of work but again and here's my thought you talked about what makes covers valuable for you can we kill it in the background like sure. it or go to the next one no no no. we can't no, we go can't, to the next one only three okay uh for me cover cover albums have to add something new otherwise i just want to go listen to the original and if there's not something fun um then i then it's hard for me to get on board and that's even with songs i don't know that well it's even harder when you actually know a song really well because then you're fighting, your brain's fighting to hear the original version. I think I've heard people like who are judges in The Voice or another show like that where they will say, you're standing out because you made that your own. Like even though you have to do a cover because that's part of their prerequisite, you know, you need to do something that's recognizable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still make it their own. So yeah, exactly. In this case, you know, I don't know how much Josh is making it his own, but his voice makes it its own. He, so whether or not he's doing this because he can just make money making another album, or he's really passionate about it. What is interesting to me, the only reason I would listen to this album from start from the beginning to the end, the only reason is to evaluate his voice because I am fascinated how people make music. You know, the different types of voices, the different types, the way that we all sound different yeah. and how we all, you know, sing differently. But I love to try to mimic other people's ways of singing. And so the only reason I would listen to this <laughs> is to try to practice my Groban. Grobanizing? I would Grobanize. Go ahead. Pick a song and Grobanize it. Oh, that's, um, pick a song. Okay. All right. Yeah. Did Groban do You Raise Me Up? Yes. Did he, he did. That's mm-hmm. that's what I keep hearing in my head. That's his like That's that's like classic Grobanizing. When Oh, who's the other really great crooner of our time? Uh, crooner? Um, I don't know. Uh, Buble. Oh, oh, Buble. Buble. I was just okay. going to say Michael Buble. So, I love Buble. So when Michael Buble was doing a concert, he had this one particular section, there's a video of it. They had this one particular section where he was like kind of like making fun of Josh Groban. <laughs> and that was the song. He's like, you raise me up. Like he's this whole thing. I and would not compare the two though. Josh Groban came out on stage. So I'm sure it was a setup, but uh-huh. the audience just loved it. And then, Josh Groban did his impression impression of, of Buble. Of Buble. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, they're fun. I love Buble. They're but, having a good time. But see, 
crooners a lot of time are known for their non-vibrato. They're known for like mm. being silky smooth and holding a note. Yeah. Whereas what Groban does is more classical. I wouldn't say Can he's a he crooner. Can he do it? That's my question. Is his vibrato so intense that he cannot smooth it down to one solid? I don't know that Groban could be a crooner. I don't see him as a crooner. I see him as a classical artist. No, no, I know. Yeah, that's where he would be. Right. If we had to stick him in a category for all time, that's his place. Right. But I'm just, I'm wondering, like, Groban, if you're listening, <laughs> can you do one solid silky smooth thing or are you like- Yeah, just go full Sinatra on can it. You, can you use it always vibrato? I don't know. I don't know. The world may never know. You ready for song number th- or album number three? Yep. I have a question for you before we get there. We've got a little bit of extra time the way we do this now. Do you want to do four albums or three albums? Because that'll just determine- three. Just three. Okay. All righty. Here's album number three. All my sins go to power school. All my sins know the golden rule. All my sins hold the door for you. There's vice and all my virtues. I'm moving. Ah, yep. That's uh, fun. That's a lot of fun. I love this. So it's at this point in the so song. I've got vice and all my virtue. So this just was to say. Yeah. I was going to say at this point in the song, I'm I'm hitting into the music. I'm getting an idea of where my place is, and now I'm trying to hear the lyrics. Mm-hmm. What am I listening to? Sounds a little bit like um uh. Guy that's the, <laughs> the judge on the show with the voice, Adam Levine. It sounds a little Adam really? Levine. You think that he sounds like, Levine? Mm-hmm. That kind of music. That uh, Maroon Five. Like it kind of has that little popping. It's 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 more bluesy than Maroon Five. Like there's a real like blues element to it that I really love. This guy needs to take a breath. Like he's gonna pass out. Do you hear the? That, that's even Maroon yeah, 5. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I hear Maroon 5. I'm, I'm standing I'm, All right, you I'm said, putting you my foot on there. that one. All right, ready for the next one? Ready. I loved that song. That was fun. I'd listen to that again. Ooh, the BDG says, I didn't realize this guy had a new album. Hey, thanks for not telling me who it was. Yeah. I still have no idea. Did you... Um, did you see uh, the comment in the in the chat earlier where someone said that Groban is just marching to the beat of a non-existent drum? <laughs> Something like that. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. This is so good. I, okay, I, I okay. Love that little this. guitar run mm-hmm. was super fun. In this this artist is super talented too. I've I've really enjoyed him. For this a long artist time. is letting the instruments play. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell, like, on a collaboration like this, how I imagine it going down is a lot of artists that are having a really good time making a really fun album, and like if the bassist wants to do this little boom, 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 like he can kind of uh-huh. do whatever he wants right. to do and eh? break down. Like they kind of trust each other. You There's know? a little Hammond organ in there too. They're experienced enough to be willing to play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm having such a good time. Because here's something that I don't like about pop music. Okay. In general. Yeah. A lot of sounds that are made, you know, synthetically, right? Mm-hmm. So, but this is, you can hear the instrument itself. Like those guitar riffs and those little, the little plays that they're doing. Yeah. I miss hearing that in music, and I miss where it's clean enough that you can pick it out. Right. A lot of times in pop or even rock, it's so distorted and so like so much is going on, you can't really individualize those sounds and like come to enjoy them. But something like this, you there's can, there's an interesting balance, right? Because I like production. I like when something sure. has a lot of elements to it. But something can be overproduced where there's too much going on, and you'd have to listen a million times before yeah. you caught it. Whereas something like this, there's just enough going on to keep you interested and let you really fall into the groove of the song without being distracted. My only remaining hope is that the lyrics are something I want to sing. That's my last thing. I'm in. I'm into this album and I like it. 
Now do I want to sing the, the lyrics? I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure you do. All right. Um, Bonnie has a good point. She says that this is like a road trip album. Yeah, it'd be a good road trip That's album. That's actually exactly right. You want to hear song number three? I'm ready. Mama didn't raise no fool. I can see right through you. Daddy didn't do half bad too. So what you gonna do? Cause mama, mama, mama didn't raise no fool. No mama didn't raise no fool. I can see right through you. Daddy didn't do half bad too. So what you gonna do? Mama, mama, mama didn't raise no fool. Oh, that's fun. Well, thank that's you great. for letting me hear your vocals. Thank you for letting me hear the lyrics. Ooh, that was, did you hear that slide? Yeah. God pulled me out. Okay, dude's a Christian. <laughs> or he's an artist who believes in God. Okay. He's a Christian. Okay. His name, do you want, can I tell you? Uh, I kind of want to know. I don't know. know that you know hold him. Hold on, hold on. A lot of response in the comments. People are loving this album. This is good stuff. I'm really enjoying this album. Oh, he's so yeah, good. Yeah, this is he's good. so good. That was really good. Okay. Um, his name, if okay. you're ready for I'm re- it. I think I'm his, ready. His name is Jimmy Needham. And I, I've heard Jimmy Needham before. Yeah. He, I heard him on, an, uh, whose album was it, where he kind of came in and did like a song? Sure, yeah. He, yeah, he collabsed. Maybe it was Triple E. It could have been on Tripp's album, yeah. A C- couple years ago mm-hmm. when we did that for the first time. And then I saw him at a showcase in at Dollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's with, so talented. Yeah. And oh my goodness. He is so good. <laughs> I'm loving this even more now that I know who it is. Right? I think what I love about him the most is of the many artists that I hear, there are a few, a select few that have such a solid sense of rhythm and groove. They just get it, and they can play around with the rhythm and groove in ways that feels new and different, but stays right in the pocket. Oh no, I have a problem now. Uh oh, what? Okay, so the first album was Blanca, right? Uh huh. And I was really digging, like you know, jumping on that bandwagon, right? Uh huh. But then, then Jimmy came along, <laughs> and I have to say, in all honesty, if I was gonna go marching off into the distance like uh-huh. into the sunset right this is the music i want to be like my rolling credits yeah do you know what i'm saying so let's put it out there we've heard three songs from uh jimmy needham mm-hmm. from josh groban mm-hmm. and from um blanca blanca and so now the question is which of those three do we want to hear song number four from I think it feels pretty obvious, but we'll wait for the comments Yep, you can uh, vote. as well. You can vote right now in the comments if you're listening live. If yep. you're listening at podcast, well, you can still vote if you you'll, want. But you'll vote in happened. your mind. <laughs> you'll vote in your mind and discover here in just a moment whether or not we went along with your vote. Can I just say the fourth album was going to be Plum's new album? And I know you love Plum. Do you want to just hear like a little bit of one song while people are thinking about what they want to vote for, that kind of thing? Whoa. Buddy, like a voting song, a maybe. voting just kind of hear her new stuff a little bit. No, okay, I'm sorry, and here's why I yeah, want I want to listen to Plum, but let's say that I really love it, I'm really getting into it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem fair not to listen to two more songs. Well, I gave you the opportunity to have a four song new music digest. No, that's what I'm saying. I gotta stick to my I have to stick to my call All that right. I made, and I'm maybe sorry we about should, that. Maybe we should ask people if they want a four song or four album new music digest. Now that we have a little bit more space, I'm getting. I mean, the, if you can, I'm getting the feeling you, can, you want to have a fourth album. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you can funny, you know, follow bunny trails and tell two random stories in the middle of things, why uh-huh. can't we add another album? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the logic making sense to you? No. All but right, let's vote. Doesn't have to be logical. <laughs> uh, the BDG says four albums. That's plum crazy. Uh, <laughs> nice. I see what nice. you did there. That's that's worth a little bit of golf applause. Well, we also had somebody else vote for Plum when we put out our request on to Facebook earlier. That's true. And so one of the listeners was Chris, I believe, was like, mm-hmm. hey, Plum's album just came out. So we do listen to your feedback. So maybe we should play one song. One song. One Plum. All right. One Plum song. And then we will officially announce the, uh, the winner. All right. Here's Plum's first song. What was that? What did your face just do? I don't like that. 
I'll tell you why in a second. Okay. So t- tell me what it was about it that you didn't like. Because you had a like a visceral reaction. I had a reaction to that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like you had just drink some bitter coffee or something. It's kind of like when you see a hornet fly by <laughs> and you like you're like whoa 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 whoa. What was that? Okay, so See, I told you I have a problem. I love plum. Yeah. So I want to listen to the song. <laughs> <laughs> um this is very plum song. Yeah. Very anthemic. She does the anthem thing very well. Okay, so there's that little riff. Turn it back up. Listen to it again. So ooh, ah. Uh-huh, yeah. That thing? Yeah, what is it? Okay, what it is, is when I'm listening to that little riff, I expect it to remain a human's voice. However, uh. it is not. It very subtly, at least in my interpretation, went from a, which could be somebody doing it, into like where they just tweaked it mm-hmm. in a synthesizer. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a Photoshopped version of like a person that, They've photoshopped I'm forgetting what a that's bit. called for some reason. It's like all, all through it's modern an music. Auto-tune, auto-tune, yeah, yeah. But but it's okay. That is an artistic auto-tune, right? Where they are specifically auto-tuning tuning a, vo- a voice, whether it's hers or somebody else's, right. to go into a particular pattern. There it is again. Mm-hmm. I just here turn it up and you see, like it's I don't hear it, it like it, you it, do. Goes, it starts off the ooh that like that that yeah. very first bass of the yeah. of the note is sounds like sound, a human voice. Yeah, I think it all does. No, no, no. no? I don't think I'm so. I'm missing it. I put money on that it is that is not. You think that's auto tune? Oh yeah. Mm, and and I'm I hearing it. And when I hear that stuff, I just it kind of like gets me a little bit. Does do you ever like auto tune? No, not usually. So you're very organic. You I want, love, you love a real voice, yeah. like Bjork. Is one of your Bjork favorites. is one of my absolute favorites. Can you imagine Bjork auto-tuned? But here's the thing. I mean, there are reasons to auto-tune, and I understand that. So I'm not entirely against it. Like, it should just be removed. But, you know, you can you you start picking up on you know, how auto-tune has turned some people into famous people because mm-hmm. they really can't actually sing very well. <laughs> but when they put their voice into a system, you know, it can... can so is that part of it? Okay. Plum can sing. She can plumb sing. So, I'm not thinking that they did that because she can't hit a, a note. I'm they. That's an artistic. They made a decision right. to like make it make that sound, and I do not like that sound. So yeah. that's why I made that noise. Sorry, it was a long explanation. I apologize. Somebody in the comments says the song makes uh, me think that she wants us to adopt a stray dog. <laughs> 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 uh. Oh, 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 no. Oh, I accidentally hit the second song. I'm so sorry, Danae. It just accidentally happened. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. I was trying to close it out. Oh, I love this song. I heard her sing this live. This is an amazing song. There, good. I'm glad. I wanted you to enjoy some of the Plum album. I didn't didn't say I didn't like it. It's just that one tiny little section. She... She spoke at uh, Momentum last year, which is like a big Christian music radio conference, right? And she mm-hmm. she sang this song after getting so raw with the audience. I was really loving it. Like, she just kind of like splayed her life open. Like, That's cool. it's not all easy. It's not all it. perfect. And then she sang the song. And it was like she had reached this such this crazy like grit point where it's like I don't care what anybody thinks of me. Right. I live for an audience of one, and she. I can't imagine like how many people judge you when you're on you know such a, a platform or whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of voices, a lot of opinions, a lot of pressure. And at, in that moment, she's kind of like, I know you guys are my peers, but I'm a human being, and this is what I've been through. And when she sang the song, I mean, you could feel just the the room like had a presence to it mm. and it was really awesome so i love this song it's more produced obviously in the album than when she just sang it live um if you ever have a chance to just go see her sing just herself in a microphone it's powerful 
She's amazing. Uh, I had a, a chance uh, at that momentum to actually sit and have dinner with her, and she's just as real as real gets, and she's, she's so cool. She's, pro- she's also a CCM vet. Like, she goes way back to the mid-'90s, yeah. too. And, you know, to hear her kind of have this resurgence with some of her techno remixes and yeah. stuff that kind of got mainstream yeah. play, yep. and I've just loved it because she deserves it. Her voice she's is incredible. probably... One of very few Christian artists that I kind of fan out, like I fangirl out a little bit right. when they come in the room. And I'm like, okay, they don't want to have somebody go up and be like gushy gushy right now. They're working. You know, like I <laughs> usually I, I can play, you know, play off whatever. You know, I've been around Stephen Curtis Chapman and I kept my cool together. You know, uh-huh. I, I want to get to know people because it's just naturally who I am. But she's like, on a short list of fangirl Danae. All right, so let's talk about our short list of fangirl and fanboy okay. people, okay? Okay. I'll, uh, you said Plum. I'll go ahead and give you one of mine, Toby okay. Mac. I cannot be around Toby Mac without getting, like, like, like giddy. Like, right? Because he was, I mean, he's Toby Mac, you know, from DC Talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, that's that's one of mine. Like, I just, and I've met him probably a half dozen times now. Mm-hmm. And last time I met him, he, like, you know, remembered me and stuff. But I'm still, like, super nervous in, like, in front of the guy. Like, my name. <laughs> yes, that was exactly <laughs> it. I was with my wife. And, like, he walked away. I was like, I think Toby knows who I am. <laughs> silly it's just silliness do you have another one you said you had a short list i do have a short list um but i also have a bad memory so (laughs) there are more i'll try to think of more i think probably it would go back to like sandy patty amy grant (laughs) is that weird no that's amazing (laughs) because love in any language fluently spoken here i don't know what would happen but those were my when i was a little girl like would freak out listen to all the time and, uh-huh. and probably stephen curtis chapman if i really thought about it because you just said you were super cool in front of steven so. I, I did good i well and i was good in front of plum because i didn't rush the stage you know and technically i was close enough that i could have <laughs> done that <laughs> this is interesting because i've never seen you as like an old school ccm person like because of the like you kind of broadened away from the church for a long time i just assumed like you weren't in that world like i was Mm -hmm. but you're mentioning like you know but i was like when i was younger okay so so... you listen to like sandy patty and amy grant michael w smith michael w smith might be another short short list for me but i but for some reason plum okay uh nicole nordman Mm. let's get let's get real like those guys were from my youth Coming back to Christ and like having a connection to a music has only been has only happened with a few people so far. Right. Nicole Nordman, uh, Plum. I used to actually do my massages to the Plum album that she wrote for her kids. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was really cool. That was a nice little cool thing. And as a masseuse. Yeah, I'm a massage therapist. Like you wouldn't walk into your <laughs> massage person and hand them the Plum album and be like, "Use this." Okay, funny weird story. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a client. I used to ask my clients, you know, what kind of music would you like to listen to? Oh, that's a recipe for disaster. Because I was like, hey, if this is something that relaxes them, you know, relaxation music is ACDC, isn't... please. She asked for Broadway music. <laughs> so we listened... Josh Groban? No. We listened to a Broadway musical, and it was like a super fast-paced one. So I was just like... <laughs> it was like a sports massage where I'm like getting her ready for battle or something. That's hilarious. Yeah. She loved it. Oh, that's She fun. loved it. Another one of my favorite comments uh, along the... Uh, um, drum theme mm-hmm. that last album marches to the beat of a different plum <laughs> wow <laughs> we've got such great chatters i know right it's good stuff uh okay so the time has come the votes are in uh it is a landslide everybody wants to hear another song from jimmy needham so we're gonna play song number four from jimmy needham what okay. what did you find in the comments the bdg says that everyone melts in the presence of carmen that also <laughs> is true <laughs> And not from fandom, <laughs> just because the presence is so bright. Oh, you man. just melt. It's like Indiana Jones when they release the Ark of the Covenant and the faces what? just melt off. That's You're Carmen. that's Carmen? That's Carmen. He My has to wear goodness. a veil most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing, by the way? We um, need to check in on him. Okay, so yeah, I've been keeping up with him because he had cancer and he's been going through chemo and stuff. Yeah, so. Really extra funny story about this, which is not supposed to be funny. It's sort of, sorry about that. Um. So I went to an event, and one of the people that was at the event said that they thought he was faking it for attention. I had, I had heard people commenting that, yeah. 
And I was like, there's no way that Carmen would fake this. And so, you know, now he's describing his hospital visits. But every time I see a post, I think of that person's scrutiny and being like, oh, you know. People got stuff against Carmen. Like they, you know, they really doubt his authenticity. Well, I mean, he was pretty raw on Facebook when all this stuff started going down and talking about how everyone like abandoned him and stuff. It was mm. pretty intense. So he's still, as far as I know, he's touring and he's doing chemo. And then he still posts some pretty, he is a riot to follow on Facebook. Cause he his also posts, had an album named Riot. So he is, uh-huh. <laughs> so his posts are like super long and they're like super detailed. So he's, he's kind of fun to watch on social media. Kind of like, I don't know that he understands how boy he was the thing back in the day though right i mean the champion i could still listen to the champion and get goosebumps me too what is it about that it's just well it's just great storytelling it's great storytelling it's just phenomenal storytelling it really is so wow and he's such a showman you know that was the thing that he brought to those concerts is he was willing to be a showman like it it didn't bother him that he was putting on a show yeah that wasn't you know for some people would find that it was epic inauthentic and that's yeah. why a lot of people find him inauthentic is because you and know, good music too. Yeah, but well, I don't know about that. I'm, no. Some of it was okay. Okay, let me let me explain what I mean by good music. I mean he understood like the parts of the story where you really wanted to start this particular type of music to get you know to get the emotions rolling. He understood storytelling mixed with music equals an amplified experience. Then you add the Holy Spirit chills, and it's like wow. <laughs> Too much stimulation. Just add the Holy Spirit chills <laughs> and all will be good. A little dab of Holy Spirit. All right. We've waited long enough. Let's go. Let's do this Song thing. number four from Jimmy Needham, who wins this week's New Music Digest. Jimmy Needham. Do we have a, a name for the winner of New Music Digest? The NMD champion. The NM. That's really boring. We oh. need like something digestion pun related. Really? Yeah. Do you know like how the... awkward all <laughs> digestion references can be? Like... <laughs> Fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> if we come up with something, we'll let you know. The peristalsis right. king. What? I'm trying to think. Peristalsis? Of... Yeah. Peristalsis. Please, Dr. Danae, explain <laughs> peristalsis. Peristalsis is the motion of any organ that makes a, like, um, how do you describe it? And There's no visual here. This is so... a real thing. Yeah. Peristalsis is what moves. It's the contraction of your... Uh, tissue, your organ tissue, okay. to move the st- solid substance through the your intestinal tract. Wow. It's called peristalsis. That's nice. the technical term of it. Okay. Then uh, but here's, I, here's tra- this week's peristalsis <laughs> champ, <laughs> Jimmy Needham. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just a good kid. Someday to be a pastor, watch my language, memorize. See, even his ballads are funky. Shh, let's listen to the man. Okay, okay. Well, I have my hands full. Could it take what you were given in my household? There was this space for you to live in. So, what's it take to be forgiven? good stuff that is good good song yeah and i love like i said i love that he can slow it down and it's still got a groove to it he just cannot help but have a groove and i just i love that and that's why we want to sail off into the sunset with mr needham is that why the peristalsis king (laughs) (laughs) this week's peristalsis king i gotta find a new i gotta find no no it's already set it already happened. It's crazy how that works. The peristalsis champion. Wow, this hour has flown by. I love New Music Digest. It's fun. I, I really would love to do these every Tuesday, you know, to have kind of fun listening to new music together. That is the goal. That In is the fact, goal. we're actually really close to going two days a week yeah. live with this very show. I think we're 40, $59 a month away. Yep. Yeah. So if everyone pitches in three bucks a month, we'll get there before long. Or if you've been thinking about, you know, giving a monthly gift to keep this show going, we are at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Aaron and Danae. And you could help us to go two days a week. Our ultimate goal being five days a week. That'll be fun. I'm excited. You know, one of the things we're looking at as you continue to support the show, by the way, 
it's amazing to see the support for this kind of thing. Like people just doing what they want to do, talking about, you know, what they can, you know, talk about. And the idea is to be able to also, if you don't like or like more one of the topics or the, you know, the subjects that we do, like New Music Digest or whatever, to have those broken out into their own podcast too, so that you know you could subscribe to. Aaron has an ultimate vision here, guys. He is trying to tell you that we have some major, huge plans. Shoe the Dough could be a podcast network, you know, and long term, that means even possibly other people who want to do a podcast coming alongside and millions of dollars. <laughs> long term, it means it all of us cost, are going to be millionaires. About. It's, it's going to cost millions. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Shoe the Dough for the New Music Digest today. Uh, thanks to uh, the artists, Jimmy Needham, Josh Groban. Yes, Thank guys. you for your vibrato. And Plum. Mm-hmm. And all the Blanca. Grow, all the Grow Bites. The Grow Bites. Thanks for tuning in. This has in. been great. Thank you for the Peristalsis <laughs> champ, Jimmy so Needham. So this podcast, if you're listening live, will be available on iTunes tomorrow. For those of you who support us on Patreon, thank you so much for your support. We could not do this without you. You will have access to this here in just a few minutes. We'll get it up on the Patreon page. If you've got any questions for us, suggestions, email us at Danae at gmail.com or find all sorts of information and links at our website, AaronAndDanae.com. And, and don't forget, uh, different levels of support do have different you know perks that go with them. Um, we have a live hangout that we do with our $30 a month supporters. Yeah, we hang more, out, guys. Uh, every month. And then also... And check out our outtakes. Go look at those. That's what I was going to say. And that's just starting at $3 a month. Yeah. Everybody $3 a month or more gets to look at the behind the scenes video every month. So. Our, our last one was particularly fun. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. It's good stuff. Thank you so much Whoop. for tuning in and we'll catch you next Tuesday at noon. Or you can also tweet us at the tweeter at Aaron and Danae. Or you can find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash Aaron and Danae. Or you can find us on the Pinterest. Actually, we don't do that yet. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.